You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome to another episode of The Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. Uh, I'm your host, Jeff Paul, the human potato of comedy. Um, I have a guest here today who is a very, very funny comedian. Garrett Jameson is here, guys. I want you all to honk your horn, make some noise. Comedian, actor. Are you a musician or do you just do comedy with the, the band? I uh, do comedy with the band, so I try to sing. It's like them hanging out with a special needs child. <laughs> like, I'm so far unadvanced compared to where they're at. So you're you're not considering yourself a musician? No, I wouldn't consider myself but, a musician. But you've got a band, but man. But I got a band, man, and we go to places and do band like things. <laughs> <laughs> We uh, hey we're on uh, we're on the video right now so right now if people at home if you're watching this Instagram video that's they're, this right now they're not watching it no one's paying attention um, it's a safe space you can say what you want here <laughs> okay good this no, is your first safe. time in the new Never Sleeps studio I like how you say it's a safe space and you got a hammerhead shark above yeah. the bed yeah he's protecting us yeah never stop moving <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's a nice studio though eh mm, I like it it's Look very at, comfortable who's nope books that alex that's a, it matches my shorts yeah the and pineapples yes yeah, so if you people at home don't realize what he's pointing at the notebook has pineapples on it jeff paul also has pineapples on his shorts this is good and you're wearing anchors on your shirt yeah yeah we we're, we're, we're quite the team you know what you were wearing that shirt the last time i saw you really well i like wearing this shirt okay okay i get a lot of compliments on this shirt is it a go-to shirt i got a couple go-to's yeah this is my go-to uh pink uh, pink shirt with uh, and people are like oh did you wash it with some red <laughs> i'm like no it came this way i can't even tell it's pink because you're wearing the blue undershirt right so it really representing the um, Cobra Commander. Cobra Commando. <laughs> Cobra Commando. Oh. Want to see my snake? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good line, right? Good go-to line on the street. Well, this is a very special episode because this is uh, technically our Halloween episode. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. um, which also happens to be Garrett Jameson's birthday. Happy yeah. birthday! Thank you very much. Thank Yay. you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, it was my ver- first birthday was Halloween, and every other birthday since has been Halloween, which is it does, weird. It doesn't change on leap years or anything? No, leap years, no, I, not at all. Like, it's, I, I always think it's going to be November 1st <laughs> or, you know, the 29th or whatever hour. Do you enjoy work. the Halloween birthday? It's been the best birthday. I think out of all birthdays. there's always right? something going on. Right? When you're a kid, everyone <laughs> dresses up, gets excited, you eat candy, you're all high on candy. Yeah. And then when you get older, people are like, well, I'm going to get dressed up and uh, <laughs> drink until I vomit on my... Uh, costume yeah but the thing is as a kid uh you get to eat a bunch of candy on halloween regardless and then you also get to do a bunch of shit on your birthday so you kind of got short change there it's like having your birthday and christmas on this no because people aren't buying me they're not like doubling it up being like hey i bought you your your i bought your halloween present here you go and i'm like damn it i always get screwed over (laughs) i always want my halloween present on halloween um bebsy's uh birthday rob bevenick uh a a former guest on this uh here podcast december 31st First. Uh, December 31st, New Year's Eve, baby. Which That's... is ca- kind of a horrible birthday. I don't know. Yeah, because uh, like it's good because he's the youngest kid in his year, but it also works against him because Bebnik loves sports so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now he's playing against kids who are a year Almost, older. Yeah, yeah. Than, yeah, yeah. They got like 10 months on him. And yeah. when you're like young, that really... Uh, That's huge. That's huge even in the school too. Because like, I was born in February and then there was like 
The one kid in my, I remember, because we had a very small class growing up, the one kid who was born in December ended up getting held back in like grade three. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he had to go with his people. He's got a learning disability. What's his disability? He was born late. (laughs) He didn't have a learning disability. He was just, uh, you know. You know. I don't know. Not there. Yeah. I'm surprised I never got held back. You ever get held back? No, but I did fail grade seven English. Oh, my God. For writing an inappropriate newspaper. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like I had to speak the truth or anything. It's grade seven. It's like, how do you fail one class? Like, you just, you're still past the year, though. Yeah, I passed the year, but I failed that semester. And it was because Uh, uh, we had a project where we had to do a a newspaper and, like, really figure out the workings of a newspaper. I, I was the only one to have an obituary section, <laughs> and I cut actual photos out from the obituary section, and uh, since I was in grade seven, uh, sex is also new to me, <laughs> and so I had everyone uh, banging one another, <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, so they all like, they got together, and they'd like test out uh, the fluffiness of toilet paper rolls, <laughs> and use crunchy peanut butter as lubricant, uh, uh, and then I got in so much trouble, <laughs> and then my dad was like, what is this? This is disgusting, right? And he's like it says here that they use crunchy peanut butter as lube <laughs> lube for what and i had to be grade seven i'm like you know what i'm talking about dad and he's like no i don't know explain <laughs> you know when they do it <laughs> do what you know Sick. <laughs> He's like, well, it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> your, your dad's probably never used lube. He's probably an old uh, spit guy. Eh? He's spit guy, <laughs> or, or just he knows how to fucking work it, and uh, you know, no need for the lube. He worked it to make you. Um, mm. When did uh, you were born in Winnipeg? I was born in Winnipeg. Probably conceived on Valentine's Day. Oh, that's lovely. Right. Eh? So I was a corporate baby. Are you the first of the uh, the clan? No, I'm the middle child. Oh, okay. So this is why. This is why. I am the way I am. I got that middle child syndrome, yeah. right, where I need attention all the time. <laughs> but then uh, my brother was born very uh, handicapped, oh. so mentally and physically, right? So he, so so he then got I, all the attention. He got all the attention, <laughs> and I got stuck with the old kid uh, chores, right? <laughs> and then also needing attention, so I'd act up in school and mm. uh, just always... Wa- and I found comedy. I found Evening at the Improv. Do you remember that show? Did uh-huh. you ever watch that? I think I have. A&E would have Caroline's Comedy Hour. Oh, yeah, Evening yeah, at yeah, the Improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd watch that all, not knowing who any of these comics were, but that's what I wanted I to was, do. Uh, I watched a lot of uh, Ben Guyot at uh, Club 54. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was my intro to comedy. Have you ever met Ben Guyot? No, but I'm like, I was I was always amazed because I, I Burlington was so close. So I'm like, this TV show is just happening up the street. Have you met Ben? Yes, like ben? yes. He's a gigantic human being, by the way. Yeah, he's like six eleven or something. And uh, he loves wearing scarves when I saw him. He had like three <laughs> scarves on. And uh, he's like, okay, so it does his show. He's a great host. Like really works the crowd. I'd hope so. He's been doing it a while. Mm-hmm. He's and the, then, the house host. He's the house host at Comedy 54. Right? <laughs> and he's like, oh, this is great. Uh, I also have a new book out. It's called Dying to Win. It's about a uh, nat- or an IndyCar racer who's there's murders in the IndyCar circuit. And then the guy solves the crimes while racing. And I, I go... <laughs> I go up to the guy, I go up to Ben, and I'm like, that book sounds hilarious. And he's like, it's not a comedy. 
<laughs> uh, well, I'll, uh, I'll ask him to uh, for a copy if I ever cross paths. Yeah, with or, or ben get, get, get your copy today. It came out probably like 12, 15 years ago. <laughs> do you do? Do you ever do club comedy at Club Fifty Four? What is it called? Comedy at Club Fifty Four. Yeah, yeah. I do. Did it, have you done the room? I did it once. I did it once, and uh, it was it was all I needed. Who does it though? Like, is it still going? I don't even know if it's still going. Do you know Alex? Alex, I, I, Alex, my Baba yeah, Julio over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he says yes. Yeah. So it's still going. Uh, check it out. Comedy Club 54. Uh, <laughs> let's give him a let's plug. Let's give him a plug. Yeah, ben Guy, it needs it. You know, I, I might be there in the near future now. <laughs> going down memory road. I'm going to call him up. Oh, man. So Winnipeg, you're the middle child. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's uh, what's my- life like? You got a uh, good upbringing? Uh, yeah, I had a... I had middle a, class? I, lower middle... What are you? I'm... Basically, right in the middle. Right my whole middle. life, we're like right in the middle. Nice. We're definitely not. Uh, we, my parents would raise us kind of poor. Like our snacks was just simply Cheerios all the time. <laughs> you're having Cheerios. We never ate out. Honey nut? No, no. Just yeah, no, no. God, no, not honey Cheerios. nut. Don't want to excite the kids. <laughs> Don't want to get their blood sugar worked up. <laughs> but yeah, we had like a pretty normal upbringing. I played hockey a lot when mm-hmm. I was younger. Uh, pretty competitively than baseball. So, Any religion in this household? Uh, yeah, when I was younger, we'd go to uh, Sunday school, um, okay. and my mom was like very adamant that we went to Sunday school. But then I'm like, I don't want to go to Sunday school, <laughs> right? And she's like, You're going to Sunday school, and then she like spanked me a bunch, <laughs> right? And then she realized what the hell she was doing. <laughs> Plus, going to uh, church, uh, you we would get uh, bad bad looks because church people like to think they're really good and righteous, but really they're evil down inside. Oh, yeah. My, uh, we'd bring my brother to church, and he doesn't know where he is. Church, Jesus loves him, probably, but <laughs> <laughs> churchgoers do not love him because he ruins their church time <laughs> because he just makes noises at random. Um, what uh, is your brother's condition? Mm. Uh, don't do... Uh, what is it? Um... Don't do morning sickness drugs, anyone. Uh, so, like, things to get rid of. There was, you know, like, thalidomide was a thing yeah, in the yeah, 50s. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, there's another case where, in around when you and I are born, Jeff, mm-hmm. uh, there's another birth control pill that came out around then. And uh, quite a few kids are born like my brother. So, um, uh, what so is the condition, though? Uh, severe. Uh, my, this is what, yeah, my mom would be like, do you know how to describe your brother if anyone asks? <laughs> and then I'm like, I, uh, he's handicapped. She's like, correction, he is multiply handicapped. <laughs> so he's okay. multiply handicapped. So he's like physically deformed. So he's, uh, his back is shaped like an S. Okay. So he's got uh, scoliosis. He's got a club foot. He's got uh, weak legs. He's got... Uh, uh, bad teeth. He's got uh, surgery that needs to remove like nodes in the back of his head. He, uh, yeah, autistic. You know, it's a lot of fun stuff he's got. Can he talk and communicate? Mm. Or yeah, this is crazy. So like when I was little, like to me, he he reacted no different than like a pet. Mm-hmm. Like when I describe him, people like how how is he? It's like well. He's like a pet. <laughs> like he's there, crawls around, makes noise, mm-hmm. but he's not involved in any conversation. Yeah. Um, he likes loud music. So it was great when I was a teenager, I'd turn up music and he would just lay there by the speaker and listen to it. I don't know if he, but that's the thing. I don't even know if he understands music or if he just lo- loves loud noises. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he has no speech. He has no speech. And then when I got older, uh, I realized kind of there's someone in there. And I don't know if that's from doing drugs or doing comedy <laughs> yeah. and then realizing 
you know, having empathy for people or compassion. <clears throat> but yeah, there's somebody. We're all God's children. We're all God's children, man. <laughs> don't don't anyone ever forget that. <laughs> Listen, the voice right now in your head is not me. This is God speaking to you. <laughs> so was it uh, who took care of him growing up? Uh, was lo- it just your mom or did you well, just have help? Yeah, we. so my mom and dad uh, would take care of him. Uh, my mom would really take care of him. My dad would kind of like know that he's doing okay, but then sometimes he'd get into the plants and eat the dirt, Jeez. right? <laughs> so like, my, but so did my sister. Like we all ate the plants in our <laughs> we house. We all yeah, ate yeah. the dirt. You know, and dad's looking after he you. He saw us yeah, doing he's, it. He's, yeah, he's taking a nap watching <laughs> Hockey Night in Canada. Yeah, he's encouraging the dirt eating. Uh, yeah, so it, it'd be my mom, my dad. Then when he got older, uh, I would look after him. So uh, everyone out there, I know how to change diapers on a, uh, you know, 12 to... 17 18 year old uh, kid and who's taking care of him these days uh right now he's at home so my mom i think got a like kind of an empty nest syndrome because my sister moved out i moved out mm-hmm. and then uh she like put him into kind of a group home and then felt kind of bad and then brought him back so i think it was like an empty nest syndrome thing but now after my uncle had just passed away kind of realized like you need to get your stuff in order mm-hmm. so that she doesn't want to burden my sister or myself so then she's, yeah, finding a place for him to live now that's okay. uh, suitable. So I don't know if she's found a place yet or not. Um, what's your, uh, your dad's still around? Mm-hmm. Is he still with mom? He's, or? he's still with mom. Yeah, they're, all, they're both together. They, okay. uh, they're living life and uh, they're at that age now where they're talking about death all the time. <laughs> How old time, are your parents? They're, uh, so my dad was born in 50, so it's easy to figure out. 68. Yeah, 68. My dad's born in 55. He just turned 63. 63? Oh, he's a young buck. Young buck. Yeah, yeah. Had me when he was 24. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was the third born, so. Oh, so you're yeah. the young, you're the. I'm the youngest. You're the youngest potato. Yeah, yeah, You're the yeah. baby potato. I got a couple spud older brothers. <laughs> they, uh, they started coming out when my parents were 19. Um, obviously planned. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to be like, but, oh yeah, no, I see he's joking here. I see what you did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they fell in love. <laughs> they, um, waited the appropriate couple weeks and, uh, started doing it. Nice. And then started their family. Uh, uh yeah. did they hate your oldest brother? Um, like, is they, there kind of a resentment there? He doesn't talk to either of them, but that's his doing. Why doesn't he talk? Uh, he probably he doesn't talk to me either. He's a, he's a, he's, he's, um, he's distanced himself from, uh, pretty much everyone in my family except my other brother. Your middle brother. Yeah. Why well, I love him too. I, yeah. He's yeah. a good guy. Yeah, good he, guy. He doesn't want the attention though, my middle brother. Really? No. Even being the middle child? He's just, uh, he's happy getting stoned in his garage <laughs> and just being left alone. <laughs> Maybe that's why your dad loves him. <laughs> he's they, not needy like you other They Pauls. do work together. So, they see each other like every day. Okay. So, I guess he's got his attention now. Yeah. Now he's... <laughs> <laughs> we do work together? What do you do? <laughs> work isn't getting high in the garage. <laughs> he saves that for at home. Yeah. So, they're, 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 my parents are still together. My dad... Uh, he, he's also one of those guys now who loves being in the garage while my mom's inside knitting. What did your dad do uh, for work? What does he do for work? Uh, he's he, still at it at 16? No, no, no. He retired a while ago now, uh, but he w- surveyed. Okay. Like legal, legal land surveying. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah when, yeah. you know, when you're speeding down the highway and you, see those and guys you, and you suddenly little... slow yeah. down because you think it's a cop with photo radar, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but really it's just a guy surveying <laughs> yeah, the highway. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's my dad. Oh, nice. Nice. Was that a city job or uh, for a construction company? Uh, 
Uh, provincial. Provincial. It's with Manitoba Hydro. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he worked with Manitoba Hydro. So he uh, would always brag about how he knows the guy or like has the papers, the guy, uh, he, a legal land surveyor from back in the day that Louis Riel <laughs> arrested and killed. <laughs> so that's a little Canadiana history nice. right there. Yeah, He's yeah. got to frame those. Put them up in the garage. Yeah, put them up in the garage, man. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, Were you close with your old man or yeah like we have a unspoken kind of relationship that uh but we would do things together mm -hmm. we'd a lot like you know like the classic bonding over car like you know yeah, the cliche. You, you got an old uh, car you you mm. and him built that together or, well yeah like or we restored he, it we, we yeah we're loose loosely quotation restored <laughs> it still looks like it's straight out of 68 <laughs> aged and everything but the, everything's been rebuilt in it like uh so it's mechanically sound but the mm -hmm. body looks like it's still like rusted out from uh. 68 but yeah we uh we would go to car shows Look at uh, look at different cars, and now it's like, look at that. That's a 1950 Etzel. <laughs> the Etzel, you know, you know what the Etzel looks like, right in the front. Do you know what an Etzel is? No. Do you know what an Etzel is? Yeah. It was one of Ford's uh, auxiliary car companies, okay. and the Etzel uh, got in trouble, kind of, and people didn't really like it because the front end looked like a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got like a hole in the middle. Oh, that's yeah. funny. So it's it's the ultimate feminist car in uh, the 1950s. got to get me one of those. You got to get yourself your, an Etzel. Are, uh, are you still a car guy? Or do you, is that I'm loosely... Your interests change since you're a city boy now. Yeah, I'm, since I'm a city boy, uh, I don't have an area to really work on the car. I mm -hmm. did uh, rebuild the cut because my dad was going to sell it, and I'm like... I started rebuilding it for him to sell it. And as I started rebuilding, I'm like, I still love my car. <laughs> so I rebuilt it and drove it uh, all the way back to Toronto here. Nice. And now, it, uh, now it's just sitting ready to be taken out again on the road. <laughs> Do you, uh, I guess that's your only car? Uh, yeah, only car now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. not like a everyday car, eh? It's a no, I would never be able to drive. In the winter, mm -hmm. I would just get a ding and they would write it off. <laughs> be like, yeah, this car is worthless. Yeah, but it wouldn't get a ding because it's from the fucking 60s. Yeah, I would kill anyone what that What kind of car is it, actually? Sorry. A 1968 Cutlass Supreme. Nice. So they had the uh, the upper echelon, which was the stick 442. Shift? No. Well, I added in a stick shift, but it's not standard. What? So I added in a shifter, I guess, more so than, than a shit. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. So it's still a, a, an automatic, but there's a gear shift on the floor so now. It I took it off. Feel good. You put a, you, you got to put an eight ball on that. Well, I put a, I want to put a skull with those glowing red eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a real car guy thing. <laughs> the, a, the eight ball has been played out, Jeff. I had a buddy, uh, I had a buddy in high school. He souped up his uh, Ford Tempo. But he did it at Canadian Tire. Why? Yeah, that's so <laughs> like funny. Those old, like you remember, they used to sell like it was it was like fake chrome. Like it was all just shitty plastic, but it had that chrome and finish. It would, it would peel off. Oh yeah, he got the spinners. He had the windshield wipers, and he had uh, he put like the uh, the rainbow tint. On the thing. <laughs> but then it like the car was a complete joke. And then in the back, he had like a four thousand dollars system. Like it was yeah. all like built in amp and everything in his trunk. That and so where where are you from originally? Again? Niagara Lake. Niagara Lake. So yeah, so you like you had a lot of friends like that yeah and like me like we would have friends like my best friend souped up his car the same way he had like so many different cars that were just piles of garbage that we would get <laughs> drunk in and drive around and puke out the windows but yeah same thing really nice system but inside oof, yeah I nicely deckled i had a buddy uh my buddy dean uh rest in peace deaner um atvx oh atv <laughs> but he had uh, he always had chevettes oh yeah yeah, yeah. and uh he would just like uh when when he got in, like a new Chevette, 
um, instead of getting it like licensed and everything, he would just switch the dashboards out because the VIN numbers on the dashboard. Mm. So he would just switch the dashboard out, put it in the new Chevette, and then he wouldn't have to get it safety or anything. That's and, amazing. Yeah, yeah that's and, a great. That's a great way to. But go it was about going it. from like he was like switching up from four doors to two doors. He's like, well, if they ask, it's a typo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clearly the person writing this in screwed up. Yeah, but then he had like he had uh, a Chevette that it was never on the road. It was his like beater for the farm, and uh, we would drive around. And one night he picked me up in it, and I'm like, we were taking this out tonight, and it was his Niagara was uh, quite bad for drinking and driving. Oh yeah, that's what Winnipeg. <laughs> so we went to this party. Um, and it's in like, uh, it was kind of like a barn garage, like somewhere in the middle. Like it was a bigger than a garage, but it was, wasn't quite a barn. But it wasn't, it, was like, it didn't have farm animals. Yeah. 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 That's where the party was. And <laughs> at one point, my buddy Dean was, uh, I don't know. He, he had a problem with the guy having the party, picked up the push mower and whipped it across this garage at like the wall of tools. <laughs> and then like, uh, we ended up getting in a fight with, um, the guy and his dad. The dad got involved? Yeah. Well, like yeah, because that's his push yeah, mower. My, dad, my buddy Dean's fighting this guy's dad at the party. Like, it was insane. And then we, we fucking take off. We get in his little beater Chevette. We're on the back roads. We go to another buddy's place, like, to calm down or whatever. And I'm like, all right, man, just take me home. He's like, yeah, no problem. So he drops me off at home. And then goes back to the party with his beater car and goes <laughs> flying down. The, the, the party's calmed down because, like, we're done now because oh, the big fight and then we were gone for, like, two hours. Yeah. He comes flying down their driveway and fucking hammers the car into their, like, family car. <laughs> and then starts, like, <laughs> reversing out. Like, it's a big, long farmhouse driveway. And he gets out onto the road and that guy comes running out whose place it is. But he throws it into first gear, stalls it. Dude starts fucking hammering him through the window. He's like just getting punched. Come on, come on, come on. Start, start, start. Yeah. And then uh, I, I got word the next day because he had dropped me off. And then I get word the next day, like, oh, yeah, fucking Dean flew back in there and just <laughs> smashed his car. I love how he dropped you off as a polite thing to do. He's like, no, I can handle this on my own. There's some <laughs> things you got to do on your own, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but, so weird. But uh, what, did he get in any trouble? Uh, no, it was like, it was worked out, uh, the old fashioned way. The old, no, let's, we don't do police involvement. I mm. think there was like a one-on-one -on -one fight or something. <laughs> <laughs> out in the barn. Yeah, just an old-fashioned hay fight. <laughs> were you uh, were you in the city of Winnipeg? Are you uh, you? Yeah, the I'm. I'm in the city, and it's funny. Like just growing up, like the amount of shenanigans you get into. Like I'm surprised that I'm not dead myself. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah we like, should all be dead. If you grew up in a small, weird place, it's weird that you made it out alive, right? Like the the story that you have with the car. We had a, I was friends with this guy named. Craze Maze. We called him Craze Maze because he was crazy. <laughs> His last name was Maze. Right? So Craze Maze. Good nickname. Right? And uh, he was a guy who was held back, um, not for being dumb, but because he had gotten really sick. So he was an older kid. So he was able to buy us booze at the age of 18 when we were 17. Nice. And uh, so it was one of my first times still drinking. Still 18 out in Manitoba? Still 18, yeah. It'll still be that way. When I started drinking, we had 10-cent draft nights. Oh. And then uh, some guy drowned in the river. So we had to up it to 25-cent <laughs> night draft nights. But then uh, then some guy died in Calgary, and that's why we have minimum 225 uh. for drinks. But anyway, so the point is, we would drink in the back of his car, which he drove an old Buick Regal. 
and uh, like a 1984 Buick Regal brakes didn't work like steering was nice. horrible car would wobble when you get to like 60 <laughs> right and um, <clears throat> we ended up I drank about a six pack of beer and then talked to a girl that I really liked that night that day and asked her out and I was she, she's disgusted and I was like but why <laughs> and then I threw up all over the tile floor at my friend's house and then she's like I gotta go I'm like please don't leave right she ends up leaving and uh, we then drive around trying to find parties. We go to some parties. I'm so hammered. I can't do anything except pass out in the passenger seat. Then by the end of the night, we run into some more friends and we're like, yeah, we'll go to this dude's house and it'll be a great shindig at two in the morning. I'm like, perfect. <clears throat> we start driving, but the guy takes this sort of long route that we shouldn't have been taking. Anyway, Craze Maze is driving. My buddy Sean in the passenger seat, Jesse in the back, me puking out the window still, dry heaving at this point, right? <laughs> just like, right? Just going through the motions of puking. And then this car pulls up beside us, and John thought he knew them. So he starts rolling down the window because they're like, roll down your window. So he does. The kids whip a beer bottle at us. Jesus. The beer bottle smashes on the side of the car, obviously setting Craze Maze into Craze Maze. <laughs> like, sees he's red. been activated. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> and, but he drives like a grandma, right? So his seat's all the way up, and he's like, fuck these guys. I'm going to fucking murder them, right? And so he starts driving after these kids, and they take off. We come to a stop sign. The kids like slam on their brakes as if they are coming to a stop. But then uh, my buddy Sean gets out of the car and then the kids take off and then Craze Maze leaves Sean there. I'm like, oh, what about Sean? Right. But he's like, fuck him. We'll come back for him. Right. So we're driving after these kids. The kids are whipping beer bottles out the window at our car. John is swerving, trying his best to swerve around him. But like I said, his car is garbage. So it's basically he's driving into every beer bottle. Right. So it's like clang, clang, clang. The beer bottles are raining down in the car. At this, it's I like do. a video game. You got to hit the you objects. Got, yeah, you got to avoid them. But it's like, pew, pew. And our power level's going down. It's like, pew, 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 pew. Right? And so, uh, and at this point, I do remember dry heaving uh, and like, but into my fucking hand. Oh, and I was geez. like, and then kind of throwing the, the mucus out the window. Right. <laughs> and then I'm like, but I don't know what's going to happen. We end up uh, coming to this one street, St. Mary's in Winnipeg. Uh, anyway, John's car, the kids try turning the proper way, but John's car, like I said, doesn't have proper brakes. So he like tries to stop, but can't. And so it ends up turning the kids going down the wrong way. So now we're chasing these guys the wrong way down St. Mary's cars are coming at us like flashing their lights right we're going the wrong way he they pull into a McDonald's parking lot we follow in they kind of circle around in the McDonald's parking lot and as they come out John has a baseball bat in his back the back seat so as he like the kids kind of stop John also gets out runs out with a bat and the kids start try driving away and John like throws the bat and smashes their back taillights Jesus right and then so he starts chasing them Jesse also gets out starts chasing them I'm sitting in the back seat still so <laughs> fucked and then we, but he's parked right in the exit of the McDonald's so the uh, uh, this cab behind me starts honking the horn to move the car because he's got to get out with a fare. So I'm like, well, I guess I'll move John's car. I think I'm sober enough now, right? <laughs> and I remember putting the car into gear, grabbing the baseball bat, and then driving with the car, then coming around the corner into this mall parking lot. And the, these these crazy kids are like fucking circling my friends, right? <laughs> kind of like running at them, almost like a bull, right? <laughs> and then kind of going around and then running at them, and then they move out of the way. So I'm like, fuck these guys, right? <laughs> so I start driving at the kids, and then they start driving, Right, And so now we're racing through this parking lot. I don't know how fast we're going, but quite fast. They're like yelling at me, still whipping beer bottles. And I'm like yelling out the window. And uh, But the kid, I find out later, isn't from in town. 
He's from Saskatchewan somewhere. So he didn't realize the mall parking lot's coming to an end. So by the time he realized, he cut in front, clipped the corner of our car. I'm like, fuck this. They're already sideways. And I hit the gas and pushed their car sideways going like, <laughs> like which is insane, right? And I hit the, like the curb. Their car goes like, like sideways over the curb. All I remember is the front end of the Regal goes up in the air and I see the hubcaps fly past me. I was like, what the fuck, right? So we kind of do a bunny hop off the curb, land. Then I come back to John and like, wa- is the car is all wobbling. They're, the other guy's car is while wobbling. And they're like, you be right here. We're coming back to kill you, right? And we're like, okay, right. We're, like, we're not going to be here. So then the cops show up, the police show up because they see all this has gone down. They, they, they show up. And uh, the kids had just come back and then saw the cops and drove away. So now the cops are dealing with us. But since I'm hammered, John takes the rap of being like, I was driving. And then they're like, well, what happened here? And John's trying to explain, but he's explaining from his point of view way in the parking lot. He's like, I think here, uh, <laughs> whatever happened, right? But we have, end up having one flat tire. The cops are like, okay, you two dr- cl- uh, finish off, like, or, you know, change the tire and then we'll see if your car will start. Uh, so they're going to interview John. So they're, the two cops are talking to John. Jesse and I go to the back. We're trying to get the uh, the the fake wheel out or whatever the donut, yeah. right? But it's under since <laughs> the John's spare. the spare. So John's <laughs> car, since it was just the. Uh, a uh, car that everyone would throw their empties into. Oh, f- we have like a hundred and something empties, which isn't from the one night, but from a collection, right? So we're trying to like be quiet and it's like cling, clang, cling, clang, cling, 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 cling. We take this spare tire out and as we're taking it out, the cop comes out to investigate the car and he comes walking around, looks in the looks in the car, nothing in there, then looks at us, looks down at the, the trunk and it's just filled with these empties. <laughs> and the cop goes, uh-huh. And goes back to the car and he's like, so who was drinking tonight? <laughs> and then John's like, well, I wasn't, but they were. And then they're like, oh, looks like we have a couple of championship drinkers on our hand. <laughs> like we had drank 80 beers collectively. We ended up changing the tire and uh, yeah. That's I, hilarious. I got off with, because uh, since it was oh, an accident in the parking lot. You're at, uh, at fault 50-50. Ah, nice. Yeah, so I, I kind of got lucky on that whole thing. And since we both, the kid lied, I lied, no one was charged. We were uh, we were um, drinking heavily one night at Molson Park in Barrie. You're, uh, you, you don't know this before no. you probably came out here. There used to be this huge park out there, and they'd have big concerts and everything. Okay. It's like where Lollapalooza was every year when it was like touring and everything is it over by uh like wonderland kind of no it was like in barry Barry, it's like it's a subdivision now okay um but it was a huge park and you'd camp out there the night before and stuff it was it was always a party and uh one night we uh, decided to fill my buddies uh, he had a little mazda pickup truck (laughs) and we decided to fill it with all the empties from like the overnight campers partying and it was just like there was broken lawn chairs sticking out of this thing any piece of garbage we could find was just in the back of his truck and then he's uh after the concert, he goes through the McDonald's drive-thru, gets his food, and then he, uh, in the parking lot, <laughs> pulls the tailgate down, <laughs> guns it in reverse, hammers <laughs> the brakes, <laughs> it just like like one mo- like it's all one, it just shoots right out onto the McDonald's parking lot, he throws it in drive and took off. <laughs> Don't worry, I got a dumping ground. (laughs) (laughs) McDonald's then use that to make their McNuggets. (laughs) The shipment's in. Oh, yeah. McDonald's, they they wouldn't even know if that amount of extra garbage showed up. Oh, I know, right? They're They're like, like, oh, it was busy yesterday. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) There's less bottles than normal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Were you a good student? Was I a good student? Uh, was a good student? Were no, you a good, yeah, a good student? Like you were always acting up. Yeah, I was acting up uh, at school. Failed grade 11 or grade 7 English, but well, like were you... Because every, every day I would uh, go to school wanting to be funny. And that was all you wanted That's to do? That's all I wanted to be is funny. And I know it sounds... Like, I'm not even that funny. You'll get there one day. I'll get there one day, I know, right? Like, I'll keep... But it's so funny, the people that want it most are usually the least. (laughs) Uh, You're doing just fine. You're doing okay, yeah. Like, But I faked it. I faked it this whole time. I don't even know what I'm saying half the time. I'm just making it up. But that's improv, you know? (laughs) I'm just an adult at play. Want to see some adults play? Yeah, so every day I'd go to school wanting to be funny. Everything I did was funny. Like, just trying to be funny. And uh, so school wasn't that important to me, but I was a good student. Like you're getting your grades though, you're getting it done. Yeah, I got like I was like a '70s kid. Okay. Yeah, like I wasn't, I wasn't an idiot. I Did would, you uh, have a post? Um, secondary plans or was it just humber school of comedy so what i did is uh i used my school to come back for grade 13 ah the get, victory lap yeah yeah to be like hey i'm back for grade 13 my parents are like why are you going back for grade 13 i'm like to really work on my math right? <laughs> so i signed up for more math got the same exact mark <laughs> then i took but i did take a, a bunch of drama uh, art class and uh I also redid uh, power mechanics to try to fix up my car to get it on the road. Okay. So yes. Yeah, so How I, good are you with cars? Like, can you uh, mechanically? I'm really good. What about new cars? Like, no, uh, God, no. There's so many computer. You have to be a computer whiz in order to be good at cars these days. Yeah, you can't just like change a carburetor these days without carburetor. They haven't existed since the nineties. <laughs> carburetor. I don't know. Yeah, that's. <laughs> like, I know. Look I got at new, this guy. I got a new car. I went. and I got an oil change at Mister Lube, mm-hmm. and uh, it. I couldn't, my fucking dashboard kept telling me to go get an oil change. And I'm yeah. like, I can't. And then I went back. I'm like, this thing's telling me I need an oil change. And the guy's like, oh, I don't know what to do. Well, it's because they have it rigged now. So you, if the sensor goes off, you have to actually take it to the dealership. Well, no, the guy, like, eventually came back two days later and I got the manager. I was like, is the manager here? And then he came out and figured he, it he, out. He wiggled around. Yeah, and, and yeah. There was like, I watched a YouTube video, but it wasn't working. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's just a, a simple sensor that they buggered up. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so like with cars, mechanically, I'm great. I could change your oil, I guess. Yeah. That's about it. Nowadays on new cars. How about an ATV? Could you fix an ATV? Yeah, I could. Uh, I could. Uh, your buddy was on an ATV. <laughs> is that, <is laughs> yeah. that why you're bringing It's a different you, ATV. Do you want to talk? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, got, I got an ATV up north and it's uh, the throttle's really pissing me I off. I might be able to fix it. Well, I might may, be able to maybe fix you it. earned yourself a trip to the cottage. My, uh, my sister's <laughs> boyfriend, he had a little ATV accident. Oh, yeah? yeah, it was right around Halloween last year, I think it was, or maybe the year before. But uh, my sister was working in, in their house, and it was kind of dark. And then she just hears him go, Yarna, there's been an accident, <laughs> right? And she thought he was kidding, because, like, it's Halloween, but he has blood all over his face. And she's like, there's no accident. He's like, there's been an accident. <laughs> and they uh, Then she's, like, looking at him, and he's like, I hurt my jaw. Right? And he's bleeding from it. And uh, so they end up going to the the hospital because he's in pain mm-hmm. but they can't see anything wrong she's like let me look in your mouth doesn't see anything wrong goes to the hospital the doctor is like open up your mouth doesn't see anything wrong but there's some blood kind of swab it out i don't see anything wrong they come back home they realize what had happened is his jaw had cracked right in half and so whenever anyone was like open up your mouth uh. it would 
push it back together. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he realized when he's at home, he's like, am I missing a tooth? But it's just his jaw was split in half. Oh, Isn't God. that painful? I don't know. Just that even that thought it. right in the middle of his jaw. I've never broken a bone in my life. Really? Yeah. Oh, we were talking about Bebnik getting, so like I'm a young, like born in October. Mm-hmm. So like playing kids. What year were you born? 81. Okay. 81. So then playing kids were uh, like almost a year older. Mm-hmm. There's this one kid, uh, his name was Dushminsky, <laughs> which is a great villain name, right? So Dushminsky uh, was like, Dush. when, I, when I was like 165 pounds, he was like 240 pounds, like 6'4", <laughs> right? And uh, just simply like in playing plain hockey, just a, a simple hit, like a, ru- it's called a rub out or, a rub, oh, yeah. you know, like where you get rubbed out in the boards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just kind of ride him into it. Yeah. So he kind of like rid me against the boards and uh, I heard a loud snap and thought it was my stick and you're not allowed to have a broken stick oh. when you play. So I dropped my stick, but then I just fell over. It's and what happened? Yeah. My collarbone oh. shattered. Oh, yeah. fuck, man. So uh, I have a broken collarbone. Uh, not, and not anymore. I'm healed now. My, my fucking brother's collarbone when I, we were kids, uh, he, it was his first uh, year of Pee Wee. So that's when they yeah. used to start. Uh, I think they started early now, contact mm-hmm. or later. La- I don't even know. Probably later because uh, they, started, they started us when we were... 11. Yeah. Well, no, 12, 12. Yeah. Well, we were still young. My brother broke his collarbone, uh, two days before Halloween. And my mom was like, you have to, you have to go around and get candy for your brother. I'm like, <laughs> fuck that. So I was like, my brother's hurt. <laughs> well, here's more candy. Yeah, yeah. So now you have to carry around more candy. Yeah. And then he had like, uh, it, it, half the people were like, fuck off kid. You get the fuck out of here. But I, I got him some candy, but then I ended up having to split my candy with him too. <laughs> and he's hurt. Fuck him. Just fuck him, man. <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Halloween is uh, such a funny time of year. Mm-hmm. Did you really enjoy yourself in Halloween? I, uh, used to have, yeah, like, uh, I remember one year I was, uh, I won best costume in the school. I went. What were you? I went as Bart Simpson. Oh yeah. You, you actually look like a Bart Simpson grown up right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had the fucking, those old weird masks, but (laughs) I had the entire outfit and then like underneath everything I had, uh, like yellow pajamas, like skin type pajamas. (laughs) So it looked like my skin was yellow. I went yellow face. (laughs) Just jaundice like. (laughs) And, uh, I'm going as a sick kid. Yeah. I had my skateboard and, uh. And your attitude. Fucking, the attitude was key. Hi, caramba. Eat my shorts. (laughs) I'm Bart Simpson. Who the hell are you? (laughs) No swearing. I don't give a good hell ass damn. (laughs) Uh, What about you? You got good go-tos? Go-to. I I was Beetlejuice a couple years. Oh, that's good. Uh, Yeah, the kid, uh, Josh, that works uh, works for Yuck Yucks. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, he won his Beetlejuice last year, and it was insane. It's like, really it's got a lot of professionally fun. done. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know this was my mom doing it, and uh, uh, but actually it looked really good. It uh, looked the, very good. The best costume I saw last year was um, Jameson O'Donnell. You know that guy? Yeah, yeah. He's got, he's got your first na- his first name's your last name. That guy. Um, he's got uh, the one arm. He's got only one arm. Yeah. Um, so he goes up on stage at Yucks, and he's wearing a hoodie. And he's uh, he's like uh, starts talking about how he had to quit jogging. <laughs> he's like, ah, I just quit jogging. I I don't want to jog anymore. One day, I just said, this is enough. I'll never jog again. 
And he's like, anyway, it's getting hot in here. I got to take this thing off. And he takes his hoodie off and he's dressed as a Boston marathon runner. And he's got like, he had a makeup artist do up his nubs. So it looked like it was just blown up. I just like, it, that, that's good. That's so funny. It went from a, uh, a marathon race to an arms race. <laughs> Where's the rim shot, Alex? Come on. Yeah, they, Get ready on these sound effects. Come on here. <laughs> yeah, but I, I grew up uh, with a scary uh, kind of like a. Another thing is uh, a lot of people, and I talk about it on stage, is uh, the funeral home. Funeral home was a big part of my life. Oh, uh, why is this? Oh, Jameson's funeral service. Your family's in the funeral business? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the funeral service uh, back in uh, Manitoba. Oh, what was it? An uncle's place? or uh, My grandfather's and now my uncle's place. Okay. So yeah, I, yeah. I worked there. I helped build the new funeral home, collect uh, ashes and such, and pick up caskets, cremation caskets. Yeah. Did you ever have to work with the bodies? Did I have to work with them? Yeah. Like- Every day in a grueling conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One-sided. I, I'd set them up. They were my first audience. <laughs> yeah, they were my, everybody. And then, <laughs> Got them on string, yeah, so they just clap. They're just, <laughs> just me with marionettes. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> this is not what they're for. Uh, yeah. But no, did you ever like uh, help with the embalming or anything? No, I wouldn't. Because you, you, be you have to be licensed. You have to be licensed to actually embalm. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, like helping my uncle putting them into the casket and stuff like deadlifts no pun intended but intended yeah. so lifts like that and then actually pick up uh so it doesn't pick- weird you out it, well, no, it's still weird, but it, it's it's also normal, like being around it so mm-hmm. often. Yeah, like you kind of. I get... still remember uh, my cousin died. He was seventeen in a car accident, and uh, I was ten years old, and I remember the smell of the funeral home. You remember, yeah. And I, I remember going in there, and I was like, I'm well, like "Oh, this is okay." What, I was talking about this today, actually, about the smell of funeral homes. What does it smell like to you? Um, <laughs> I just equate it with death now. Yeah. Well, do you know what? Say, like Febreze. Our funeral home always smelt like Febreze, and then when Febreze came out, I was like, I bet you the person who invented this is a uh, funeral director. Like, it's just a mask odor. Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, man, it was like pungent, and you're just like... That's the formaldehyde as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah the... Uh, it's weird, too, just hey, like seeing your first dead body. Have you ever seen uh, someone die in front of you? I watched my grandpa die. Yeah, how was that? Um, it was, uh, it was weird. It was like, uh, it was in a hospital room. Okay. So like we were all called in. It was just like, hey, this is happening. Yeah. Um, and it was just like, he's got, uh. What did he die from? If you don't know. Uh, it was lung cancer. Yeah. Okay. So it was just like, <laughs> and just, you know, him fading out. He can't talk. And everyone's just like, goodbye. <laughs> just screaming into a hole. <laughs> goodbye. Hi, grandpa. I see you later. Can I have your truck? Yeah. No. <laughs> My God, he talked. Yeah. Oh, just flipping you the birds. <laughs> he went out so cool. <laughs> Looks like I'm not getting that truck. Oh, yeah. And then um, saw that and then... Um, Went to the hospital after my old, my ex brother, my ex wife's brother died. Okay, and uh, went and saw it. Like it wasn't like a prepared body; it was like just a slab on the morgue. Don't you find that you kind of learn stuff about dying when watching someone die or go through the process of it? Um, it, like about your own life and how it's really not that. Te- are you terrified of death? No, but I do think about it a lot. Yeah, I think about death all the time. And I uh, think a lot, everyone, every sane person does. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I don't know whether I'm scared or I don't want to die. No, yeah. So, like, that's the thing is I think if it's happening, you'll probably be kind of like, where is this leading to? What, what's going to happen? Yeah, but yeah, I don't yeah. think I'm going to be 
terrified to die. Yeah, well, it depends how you go. Well, yeah, like, <laughs> you're going to lock me in a trunk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is something slowly filling up with water? Yeah, slowly like, uh... filling up with water and spiders. <laughs> yeah. Those spiders that can walk on water. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. You, you hope to get old and just, you know, die one day. And fall in a gun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Would you... Uh, would you ever uh, consider suicide if you were, um, like, terminally? Well, it, my uncle tried doing that because it's just been made legal, right? Mm -hmm. And so what's so messed about uh, the Canadian suicide system? Also, you're not allowed to call it suicide. And uh, you're not to call, allowed to call it mur assisted murder. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is an assisted death. He's like, yeah, suicide. End of life. End of life, yeah. So, like, uh, apparently you have to be aware so, like, if you, let's say, slip into a coma and then you're dying in pain in this coma, they can't come in and kill you. You, you have don't to have, like, a DNR? No. That, you can have a DNR, which is do not resuscitate. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that doesn't permit them to administer the drugs. Oh, to put you to down. To put you down, right? They just let you. Oh, you'll just he'll so, just. So, go. you have to be with it, which I find so crazy. Like, just, it's such a stupid law. Mm -hmm. But apparently, since it's in its new phase, they're kind of realizing this now. So, he wasn't fortunate enough to have the assisted death. But he was going through the process of it and i had to sign the paper that would say would yeah administer the drugs to finish him off type thing. was this for your uncle yeah for my uncle oh my. it was kind of a uh, a surreal experience but also uh a good experience i think at the same time i never had like uh i haven't been close to death like my grandpa died when uh, i was like 18 and we saw it it was kind of quick yeah it wasn't like uh so i've never seen like a I've never had to live with a slow death and be with somebody who is dying, you know? Like, mm. uh, my dad has seven, there's seven kids in his family. My mom has six and they're all still kicking. Yeah, yeah. And which is weird, like, when you have that many people, like, nothing's happened yet, you know? Mm. And, like, everyone's getting into their 60s and... Well, th this was kind of sudden. Like, uh, my uncle just messaged us. He's like, oh, I got cancer. And I'm like, pfft. It's, he'll be nothing. He'll get cured. Mm -hmm. Then he messages about a week later and he's like, oh, I, Bad have, I have three months to live. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I have planned a visit. Then he's like, oh, I have a couple weeks. And so we're like, oh God. So I went out there and then it was actually going to be quicker than what, like he was very yellow. Mm -hmm. uh, it almost looked like you as the potato, <laughs> but with eyes. And, yeah. um, but he'd lost a lot of weight. And so, but watching him go through his through through the ends of his life was very surreal because he'd be calling a lot credit, of paperwork eh? yeah credit card companies <laughs> there's a ton of paperwork you have to do and i'm just like he's calling credit card companies like i'd like to cancel my credit card and they're like why you want to do that sir and he's like because i'm dying <laughs> they're like oh uh, yeah okay well are you sure you don't want to pass this on and he's like no i'm dying i don't want this right i want to cancel everything um but yeah so they cancel the cell phone the, the funniest uh, was when he actually uh, passed away uh, and my mom had dumped coincidentally Cheerios out in the toilet <laughs> and so like it's all quiet everyone's sad he had passed away uh, the windows kind of open very quiet in the house and then all of a sudden you hear <laughs> the dog was drinking out of the toilet <laughs> so it's just kind of this moment of realization that uh, dogs are funny yeah no I uh, like family members I haven't really gone through it I've had um uh, a lot of quick deaths. I've, uh, like, uh, one of my best friends in the ATV, uh, my brother-in-law, who we were pretty good buddies, uh, he had a freak accident. And it's just like, so I've never gone through the process. Of anyone. watching it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. But I think, like, uh, I think my dad's heart's going to just one day. 
But that's kind of the... That's the, a good way to go, way to go but yeah. it's like, I don't know, do you want to be able to say goodbye? Or well, you, well, that's the thing is like, learn to live your life as if you're going to die tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. way that's... Because like, it's great to have that long, drawn out, tragically hip kind of... Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to do this final <laughs> farewell tour, right? Yeah. Which is like great and almost like everyone in the country is like, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I had a gig that night of the big concert, eh? And how, did people in, show in up? In Muskoka. <laughs> um, the, the 20 people... Um, that had pre-bought their tickets showed up, but their their mind was their, their eyes were focused yeah. on the TV. We're going to have the, the TV on during while Jim's while yeah. on on stage. I remember Nigel Grinstead had the line of the night. He goes, "Well, at least at least Gord's not the only one slowly dying on a stage right now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was a rough one because, like, yeah, it's nice to have that moment where you're like oh i have this much time left and get mm-hmm. all your affairs in order but why not just live that way yeah and then you're like why well, why do i care about my affairs i'm fucking dead yeah i'm gone and you then think you're going anywhere after this like i don't want to leave it that's the other thing is but i don't want to burden anyone mm-hmm. like if uh you know like i don't want to be like a guy who uh, I, I don't even like i don't want to make a mess for people to clean up yeah well before i was with uh kira um all my worldly possessions were just going to a buddy of mine Oh, yeah, yeah, right? That's, that's all it is. It's yeah. like, hey, man, I've even told people, I'm like, you can have all my notes. No, but I had like... Uh, <laughs> you can I have all my t- notes I to- I've written. I told my buddy, I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, man, you're uh, the beneficiary for like blah, blah, blah. And then uh, he's like, well, how much would I get? I was like, well, I don't know. if Depends how I go, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like it's, if it's a tragedy, it pays more. So... So is your buddy kind of putting you in compromise? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, he's like a couple hundred grand. I'm like, hey, he'd probably get a couple hundred grand. He's, hey, you want to help me reshingle my roof? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Use this rickety ladder? <laughs> but uh, now it all goes to my lovely wife. Well, that's great. Mm-hmm. Now is she putting you in compromising? Always. Yeah, yeah. Always. <laughs> just, always <laughs> just standing on the yellow strip in the subway. <laughs> a little too close to the subway. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. What do you what, what do you want done with your body once you're gone? What do I want done with it? Um, I was I the joke re, joke answer would be uh, simply have an open casket with me without a shirt on <laughs> and a bunch of black markers there, and, <laughs> and just get just get markered by. But I want to I want to know how many people would honestly like. I'm like marker me right, and how many people would draw dicks on my head? Uh, I, th- I think that's the way I would. Do it. Like jokingly and kind of seriously, I think marker me <laughs> depends on how uh, good I look as a, this dead body. Uh, if, if I if I like lose my head in some kind of accident, also put the head somewhere funny, <laughs> like right it, on my in your crotch, arm, yeah, in my arm, and then fucking marker my face. All <laughs> oh, the markers. That's such a great idea. Yeah, so that's what I I kind of want. What do you want done with? Your I body? Uh, I told Kira I want. Um, uh, I got a big. I made this big, huge uh, fire pit up in my cottage. And I said, I want to be sat in a Muskoka chair in that. That's awesome. And put a beer and a joint in my hand and then light me on fire. <laughs> <laughs> let me just fucking and let just my ashes breathe, live there. Breathe in the, <laughs> the fumes. I want everyone to get up. Put me, dress me up in a lot of plastic. <laughs> everyone just giggling around the fire. Man, that was the funniest cremation I think I've ever been to. I think it's the only one that I've ever been to. Yeah. Like, get Bebsy to be the opener. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but you, they, would they have to stoke you with gasoline? I don't know, man. I've because never burned they, a body before. Oh, yeah, there's water in it, you realize, right? So you need to get that fire pretty oh, yeah, hot. yeah, like a... Because like you don't want an embarrassing... Like a monk, eh? I gotta <laughs> douse myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just fill your body with gas. Because like, you don't want an embarrassing one where someone's like... 
<laughs> He's not going up. <laughs> Blow on him. <laughs> I think I got a spark. Uh, did you hear about that? Uh, there was a very large obese man uh, a couple months back. They tried to cremate him. And uh, it just started a grease fire. <laughs> <laughs> he just started oozing off the table. It's like, oh god, this got to Don't throw water on him. <laughs> um, did uh, did you guys cremate the bodies at the? Yeah, we cremated. Uh, oh, this is also funny and kind of like because during it as well, there's a lot of weird synchronicities and things that would happen that are very symbolic mm-hmm. to uh, in my life. And uh, one of the funnier things that happened was my one uncle who was healthy kept bringing up a story when they were younger that he, they were camping and he's like, oh, look, a wasp. And he's like, I could bat a thousand. <laughs> and he hit the wasp and it stung my uncle. Right. And he's like, remember that, Garth? Remember when the uh, remember when I hit the wasp? And he's like, yes, I remember when you caused me pain. Right. And then uh, when they're dumping his ashes uh, in Holland, Manitoba, uh, guess what happened to my uncle? He was stung by a wasp. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of like That's good. Yeah, the last like laugh that. kind of thing. Um, I guess uh, your uncle's funeral was cheap. You got the family discount. Well, he, uh, for, no, for that one, it was the opposite side of the family. Oh, did, Plus, so he was friends and family. Yeah, discount. friends and family <laughs> discount, right? But it was also in Halifax. It was in the East Coast, so it wasn't okay. in Manitoba. But uh, he was a uh, Coast Guard. So uh, he also had planned out his funeral well in advance. Nice. Yeah. Is he out in sea now? No, for some reason he didn't want to be buried at sea. Mm. Yeah, so he's uh, just like, he had this funeral and a ton of uh, Coast Guard showed up and like saluted him. And yeah, it was a, uh, it was an interesting funeral as well. Nice. Yeah. I was like a good funeral. A good funeral is great, right? Mm-hmm. At the end when we were taking his body out, uh, he wanted to listen to CCR. Nice. And it was so great because the song the that, that was chosen was doot, 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 <laughs> looking <laughs> out my back door as <laughs> we're putting him into the hearse. Yeah, yeah. It was so perfect. That's great. Doot, doot. That's my favorite scene in Big Lebowski. When oh, yeah. listen to that and he's hitting, and the hit, hitting the ceiling and then tries to throw the joint out the window <laughs> yeah, yeah, and goes yeah. in and burns his crotch. I, uh, a friend of mine's dad died uh, a couple years ago uh, like, that I grew up with, like good family friend. And uh, I remember like, the funeral had such a, like, he was only, like, mid-50s. It's the same thing Gore Downey had. Okay. Oh, they, that's when my grandfather also died from yeah. blastoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I remember it was such a good energy in the funeral. Um, like, it was it was sad, but it wasn't, like, sad, sad, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like, hey, this guy lived his life. Yeah, yeah. What did he do, what did he do if you know? Um, he was just a... Uh, he was just a, a maintenance guy at the local hotels in Niagara, but he like he had like a, he loved Harleys. He had like he he rebuilt this old '40s Jeep. He used to boot around town. He was just you know he had kids, he had grandkids. He was just always he was a good time guy, you mm. know, and just uh, always the life of the party. So uh, I remember like everyone like there was like clapping at the end, and then yeah. uh, and then they were like they had uh, the hearse was a trailer on a motorcycle. And it was like a glass trailer, so you could see the casket in. And it was taking them off to uh, get cremated. And I remember we were all standing around, and it was like <laughs> pulling out. And I was standing right beside his, uh, right beside his widow. And uh, she put her arm around me. She goes, "Thanks for coming, kiddo." I go, "Well, word around town is you're, a, you're a single lady." Now. <laughs> and she started laughing. <laughs> and then, like later on, she's like, "I can't believe you said, you said that." that yeah. Like he, she was like, "We could still see his casket." I go, "Yeah, but he would have loved that." Yeah, we would. Yeah, and she was like, "He fucking sure would have." <laughs> so it's. Uh, but it's but that's the best time to make those jokes, mm-hmm. and if you're open to it. And the type of people that they were, they want. I yeah, don't know. like when I went to see him, like when he 
after he got diagnosed, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm, yeah. He's like, I'm just, he's like, he goes, I, I just want to win with my insurance before I'm dead. And then. That's the way my uncle was, is just like, well, this is it. I'm going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. What are you going to do? I, I live my life to the fullest. Do you? <laughs> I don't, I, you are wearing those sweet pineapple shorts. <laughs> I do. Uh, I do enjoy myself most of the time. Like I, uh, yeah. You, there's very seldom nights I'm just sitting on the couch, fucking. Which is ironic because yeah, your show is called The Potato Files. And couch <laughs> potatoes go hand in hand. But you don't seem like a guy who uh, is down and out all the time. Yeah, uh, no, you know, no. I'm, I, 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 I don't think I can picture you sad. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember the last time I was sad. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I got nothing to be sad about. It. Things are good. Again, yeah. we're having fun. Exactly. Yeah. Comedy's great. That's the way to live. Mm-hmm. Did you get into comedy through, did you go to Humber? Yeah, I was- uh, In that crew? So, yeah, so- They my, taught you how to be funny? Back to my, when you asked a long time ago, I went to, I didn't know how to, like, I wanted to do comedy, so grade six, like, all my presentations in school were about comedy, mm-hmm. studying comedy, why it's funny, and then, uh, <clears throat> but I never knew how to go about it. Because there's no books on like how to do comedy. Yeah. You go to an open mic, <laughs> right? So I start. I went to a university and took film school or like mm-hmm. film in university because I'm like, oh, a lot of m- comics that I like are in movies. So it's like you go to in movies and then you work your way into stand up. But it's useful to have. Mm, right. So I took that and then dropped out. And then I ended up finding, uh, I typed in creative, co- uh, creative writing and two schools came up, one in Vancouver for creative like storytelling Mm -hmm. and then creative comedy writing and performing and i'm like what is this (laughs) and so that's what brought me to uh toronto how old were you at this time at that time in my life i was 20 turning 23 okay 22 23 what were you doing before that out in uh, the peg uh Getting into car accidents, drinking every night, working at a dirt factory. What was uh, the dirt I, I worked at a dirt factory for the longest time. Yeah. It really gave me a uh, perception of the world that... Uh, they're making dirt or they're refining dirt? Or what are you know, they you, doing? You, you, cleaning yeah, you, the cl- dirt? Cleaning up the dirt and uh, putting it into bags. Yeah? Yeah, we would show up to the dirt factory, like, you know, potting soil? Yeah, yeah, that you yeah. buy yeah, at yeah, the yeah. store, yeah. So, whether you get it from Walmart, Canadian Tire... Uh, what's another Home Depot, mm-hmm. Rona, any grocery, any store, grocery store, yeah. it comes from one factory. Oh yeah, yeah they we, just put out different labels. On yeah, we put different. So it's, and then same with uh, different types of manure. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like cow manure uh, or like fertilizer, um, sheep, uh, mushroom, right? But it all comes from the same pile. So it's like, <laughs> so, yeah, so different shit, same pile kind of situation. That's funny. Yeah, so we I worked at a dirt factory. Was that shift work or just? Seasonal, more seasonal. Okay. But one year I worked there all year round and made a lot of money and then, yeah, spent it away Yeah, silly things. Were you, were you ever a drug guy or anything or just a boozer? Uh, boozer slash weed sometimes. Yeah. Right. And then. Never got into the hired stuff? You did no, it once? You I, said, did it, really? I, I did it once. Yeah. Because I'm like, a oh, lot. well, I wonder what this is. And then, you know, like tried it. Uh, and it, it like really heavy one night and, uh, but yeah, it, it doesn't uh, like, it just made my teeth numb. Yeah. I was like, I'm numb and talking a lot, but yeah, I, I, I talk a lot without it. You didn't seem like a Coke guy. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm really not. Yeah, just, yeah. Even, even though my, uh, old Twitter handle was GJ party drugs, people <laughs> like, I got some party drugs. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm a fraud. I'm a fraud. <laughs> so I switched it to hugs. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. So I switched it up and then have you ever done that stuff? No, I never, uh. I never did cocaine. I was, mm. uh, I've had a lot of, like, my buddy who died on the ATV, he went on a downward sp- spiral for several years, 
and like it was like got bad like he had to be dragged to a rehab oh wow and uh so I watched that happen. I watched several of my buddies go down. So I was just like, you know what? I know me. Yeah. And I know when I like something, I'm going to like it. I'm going to like it a lot. So yeah. I'm like, I better just stay away from that shit. Yeah. And it's also, it's not like, if anything, it gives you a worse hangover. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But I don't even get booze hangovers anymore. You, you just I'm don't. A professional. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing. It's like, you just keep drinking. <laughs> well, I don't think I'm a, like, I'm not a get drunk kind of guy mm. anymore. Like, I'm just, uh, I'll get drunk, but I just. But you didn't. Uh, it do... wasn't a mission, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. used to be a mission. Like, I'm getting fucked up tonight, you know? It's just, eventually, I'm like, holy shit, I had eight beers. Yeah. And that's uh, that's like me. Like, it used to be a goal where you're like, well, we bought all this whiskey and yeah. we're going to drink all this yeah. whiskey. Let's do some shots, boys. Yeah. <laughs> and shots are the another dumb thing. But yeah, now I'm, I don't know, man. I'm fucking pushing 40 and I'm just like. Let's just calm down and have a good time. Yeah, let's let's just all relax a little, people. Yeah, take it easy. Let's complain about the youth for a while. <laughs> <laughs> the show Six Feet Under, did you like it or dislike it? Uh, people told me to watch it. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No, but, but I didn't get into it. Like, I, but I don't care for serial television to mm. begin with. I, I like movies and one-off episodes. Yeah. Um, that you don't need to pay attention. What about to. the new style of TV where it's like one season is a story and then it's see that whole that, new cast and shit like that. That I'll handle because it's just it's like a longer Long movie. movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like that stuff is all right. I like that style for television shows, but I really don't like. So you didn't watch eight seasons of Kiefer Sutherland in twenty four like I did? No, but I did. <laughs> I did watch uh, one of the shows that I did really get into was X Files. Okay. And I purposely watched every one of those. Oh, <laughs> such a great show. So much sexual tension between, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. There's oh an episode God. of X-Files with Brian Cranston in it. Yeah. And it is uh, directed by Vince Gilligan, Ooh. who uh, created Breaking Bad. And because of that one episode, that's why he wanted Cranston for Walter White. Oh, wow. And he had to fight to get him. Because he was doing Malcolm in the Middle. And yeah, and they're like, the Adam. Malcolm in the Middle guy? No, yeah. thanks. And yeah. he's like, this is the guy. And they wanted uh, Matthew Broderick. Really? Yeah. That would have been... Sucked. Yeah, that would have been horrible. <laughs> what really what? It's so funny when you hear the other ideas. Yeah. You're like, no. <laughs> I like hear one and you're like, yeah, that guy could do that. Mm, like some of them you can, but, but yeah. yeah, no, not Matthew Broderick. No, no. Uh, why, would they, anything. why would they think Ferris Bueller's day off is... Like, <laughs> yeah, not Ferris Bueller. We want Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to meet uh, Frankie Muniz's cat, by the way, one time. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that same hairless cat is also in the mu music video Lady Gaga's Bad Romance. <laughs> I won a, uh, came in second in a karaoke competition in L.A. Uh, the winner won a bong, and uh, this lady beat me. And so we went, ended up going to her place, and we were smoking out of this bong. <laughs> And she had, she was the set designer for Lady Gaga's Bad Romance, so she had all the costumes on. <laughs> nice. Or there, so we were trying them on with this hairless cat. <laughs> and then her hippie boyfriend at the time was like, you know I'm trying to sleep. And she's like, shut the fuck up. I pay the fucking bills. Get the fuck out. And so we're like, hi. Well, she's screaming at her boyfriend, and we're like, we can go. She's like, no, fuck him. He doesn't pay anything. We're like, okay, we'll just pet this hairless cat, Frankie Muniz's cat. Oh, uh, too funny. You ever think of uh, heading down to L.A. or New York? Or are you a, you a Canadian, Canadian boy? boy? Uh, I, I'm thinking about it now. Yeah? Yeah, like uh, not not in the sense of going down to live, but going down to spend per periods of time yeah, yeah, yeah. There, rather than just go down for like here and a there. Week? Can, I, yeah. get hey, can I get on a show, please? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but spend like, you know, a few months there and then come back and mm -hmm. rely on Toronto. Because I love, I love this city. The city's got a lot of things happening for it mm -hmm. and even shooting stuff like 
even to go down, let's say, meet people down there who are in production, because when you come up here, a lot of stuff is shot here. Yeah. Like, tons and tons of stuff is shot in Canada. Yeah, yeah. So, but if you make those connections down there, you can bring them back here, and yada, 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 you know, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Rubbing elbows and... Yeah. That's what it's all about, buddy. Yeah, so so many clean elbows out there. <laughs> <laughs> so many dirty elbows, too. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I always yeah, what stay you, here. You're going to stay here? Yeah. It's just, well, you got, you, you're kind of building a little empire, right? You yeah, we're, a little, we're doing fine. We're, yeah. we're on Never Sleeps Network. Exactly, right? I, <laughs> I, I got like the it. dope and Mike every Wednesday. At, uh, yeah, you got two great shows, thing. part of two great things, like, yeah, the, the Never Sleeps Network. Also at the Underground, one of the, the best uh, weed room, I think. Oh, like, by you. far. Thank you because uh, that place uh, is so much better than, and, and not to shit on the other ones, but it's just because <laughs> of how it's run. Well, it's for it's, comedy. It's for comedy, right? Yeah. So the other ones are just like people sitting potheads. around smoking weed. Not they don't. They're not. There it's for, for potheads, the and then every every now and again, they're like, "Hey, here's a comedy show," and people are like, "It's comedy night." A, Underground is comedy every night. Yeah, That's and what so the and people is. are going there freshly high, and they're enjoying the yeah, show. Yeah, Whereas yeah. there, they're it's like, "Hey, uh, we're going to interrupt your video game session." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so. you got a you got a lady friend. Ah, uh, do I have a lady friend? Yeah, uh, just uh, just ended. Just recently, ended. yeah, just ended. How long were you with her? Uh, I was with her for exactly a year and a month. Okay. Yeah. No, was that the two. longest you've ever gone through? No, five five years, five yeah? six years. Yeah, is the longest in, in Toronto or back in Girl from the Peg? Peg and Toronto. Oh. So and uh, that one ended uh, pretty. Uh, amicably mm-hmm. and we just kind of were going separate ways she's becoming a teacher i'm more focusing on stand-up and that mm-hmm. and uh yeah just ended we're yeah. still friends you uh you you see yourself settling down with kids and all that someday or you uh, yeah i do yeah i, I do yeah like I, I don't think settling down is the right thing but yeah just having the kids having, and having the kids take and kind them of like, for the ride yeah take them around you know start a, a big rig trucking company and just take them <laughs> on the road with me. <laughs> you know and then you get into arm wrestling co- competitions and you know something over the top <laughs> like that <laughs> well you'll find that special girl someday and i hope so she'll have your dirty offspring good i hope so, so. much calm in her. Yeah, so much calm so much calm inside of her <laughs> she she actually dropped a liter of cum before she actually pushed out the kid <laughs> uh that has that been our hour there alex perfect end off a cum joke yeah, yeah that's, that's we life. always end with cum that is actually a, you know symbolic of sex that's how it ends yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now let's all go to sleep everyone <laughs> what's uh what do you got going coming up let's tell the uh, people okay so the two the two shows coming up which is perfect for when this is going to come out apparently october 22nd yes so we got a show i'm going to be performing with uh, ken mode my buddy's metal band uh, with is my Craze band. maze coming out? Craze maze i don't think will be coming right <laughs> he uh, he's probably uh, somewhere else uh, god rest his soul no I, he's probably out there still uh but yeah so at the bovine sex club october 26 sammy farid's wedding Oh, so yeah. if you're not going to that, come to uh, this show. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next one is uh, November 21st, and that's going to be a music comedy show with uh, DeBonis's friend Marcello. Okay, what's this? What's at the you, Rivoli. Uh, t- tell them about your band real quick too. It's uh, the name of it is Sporadicus. Uh, yeah, Sporadicus. So it's Garrett Jameson and Sporadicus. Uh, basically, it's uh, me telling my jokes. Uh, and these guys playing amazing music behind me. Like, they're actually talented musicians. Was that hard? Like, was that rehearsed and, like... Yeah, so like work it out. So anytime that I've anytime that I've seen music and comedy, it's either a comedy song, Mm -hmm. right? So it's got it's normal. Like we have some songs, but they're not traditionally songs. Yeah, 
and then or if it's someone doing stand-up it's just kind of a band vamping them mm-hmm. whereas with this it's rehearsed practice so i say a certain joke and it has a follow-up like a callback and answer of music then certain things time need out. to see this oh it's uh it's phenomenal yeah, yeah like uh, even, alex is giving it the thumbs up uh, how about Julie over there he it, likes it's very good i have an album out if you want to I, I last time i was here i promoted the album uh it's called super drunk gnome <laughs> uh based after super unknown by soundgarden <laughs> uh, but it's because i look more like a gnome yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you're a pretty man right oh it's just shucks you're a small pretty man <laughs> and if you want uh go to uh, where we're yeah, recording stuff right now so so, uh, yeah, keep a lookout for uh, a new album co- coming out. Uh, it's got a song on there called Fuckface. Nice. Yeah. And this Fuckface song is a body positive uh, song because everyone's got, like, people are always conscious about their bodies, but <laughs> everyone has a face that can be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh, beautiful. Yeah, it's, I'm touching on some things. All right. Well, find them out there, guys. Garrett Jameson, uh, GJ Party Hugs. Yeah, that's it. That's uh, your Twitter and your Instagram. Instagram. Uh, so give them a follow, guys. Uh, also, may I shout out, uh, yeah, go to Comedy Records, uh, GarrettJameson.com. Uh, Comedy Records just made me a brand new website. Look at that. GarrettJameson.com. Mm. You know what? Check out JeffPaul.com where you're out there, too. Check out People's Names.com. Right now, Jeff Paul Comedy. I'm oh, Jeff Jesus. Paul Comedy. <laughs> I just plug in some dude. Yeah, just some guy named Jeff Paul. Yeah, he's like, ooh, getting some traction. <laughs> uh, Jeff Paul Comedy is me on all the socials. And uh, of course, you can find me every single Wednesday. That's where me and Garrett Jameson are headed right now. We're heading there now. The Dope and Mike Comedy, the Underground Comedy Club every Wednesday, guys. Check me out there. Um, it's uh, when you're listening to this in your car, just know that weed is now legal in your world. Oh, yeah, that's not right. Not yet in mine. I'm going to be gone for when that happens. Oh, I'm going to have a big show on the 17th. It's going to be nice. Guys, come out, support live comedy. Find Garrett out there. He's fucking hilarious. And, uh, you know, Alex Ross does some stuff too. So check him out. <laughs> Never sleeps something. Uh, guys, that's our time. Thanks for coming. We'll Thank see you, you next so much, time. Bye bye. Thank you, Garrett. Bye bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. the five people still listening and mom thank you for listening to the potato files here on never sleeps network now that you're done this go check out another nsn podcast created right here in toronto comedy and wrestling fans check out casey corbin's wrestling podcast talk and wrestling here on never sleeps network.com thanks for listening bye bye